This is the KFDM Morning Podcast from the most watched news team in Southeast Texas. We're learning details of a grand jury indictment charging a mother with abandoning and endangering her child with the intent to return. Jefferson County grand jury indictment alleging 21-year-old Alma January left her one-and-a-half-year-old girl alone in her playpen July 10th at a Port Arthur apartment complex around noon while January left on a motorized scooter. A worker who was spraying for bugs at the complex heard a child crying and found the girl alone in her playpen in the apartment. The indictment alleges that at about 2.30 in the afternoon, the apartment manager contacted January, who said she had just returned from work and was coming to the front office for her child. Caught on camera, a dramatic crash Wednesday morning in Hardin County. One second, a truck is on Highway 69. There it goes, airborne, rolling down and off the freeway. It ended up being a dangerous ride, drive just before Keith Road when another truck clipped a car. It's another vantage point there from security camera. It's a big fish AC and heating that's on uh, Highway 69 near Keith Road. That's their security camera. The truck again flying in out of nowhere. Medics rushed to the scene just before 11 a.m. Everyone in the truck that rolled over was out when first responders arrived. Amazingly, investigators say no injuries. A task force is tackling terrible traffic in one part of southeast Texas. Sabine Pass is a small town confronting some big city congestion. The industrial expansion increasing the number of people each day traveling in and out of the community. The only path for many of workers is Highway 87 between Port Arthur and Sabine Pass. It's creating challenges for the Sabine Pass ISD, parents struggling to pick up their kids, and school buses facing delays in transporting students. Police worry the menacing mess puts children in danger. That's why the school district, law enforcement, TxDOT, and local industries are teaming up to find ways to reduce the flow of traffic. That includes staggered shifts for big trucks, limiting when they're on the road, and also managing traffic signals. Everybody say it takes like an hour and a half, now it takes 20 to 30 minutes to get home. We have, since we started doing that, wrecks have been way down when we first started. Um, it was learning as you go, and every time we learned something new, we just we would implement it, and it's got better. And if it works, we keep doing it. The task force meets regularly to find ways to keep traffic flowing efficiently. There's a renewed effort to rebuild Highway 87 between Sabine Pass and High Island. It washed away many years ago and would provide an alternative route in and out of Sabine Pass. Water main breaks, no longer the only thing Beaumont City crews are working on. Morning Show's Patrina Adger joins us in the studio with more this morning, Trina. Well, good morning. Now that the temperatures are much cooler, those crews are now trying to fix those yards that were torn up during the summertime. As Maya Caleb reports, the city has a list of 340 streets that still need repair. City crews had to slow down on street repairs after the number of water main leaks continued to build up. Because of the number of leaks that, that needed to be repaired, we had to allocate all of our crews, including the, the, the crews that would normally do the dress up, for water leak repairs. After finally cutting the number of repairs in half, the city is ready to work on cleaning up the mess. Filling in the hole from the water leak repair, uh, sand in the area, and in some areas, you know, uh, sawed, grass saw to be put in place back where those holes were. It will take six to eight weeks for the repairs. We have approximately 340 leak uh, dress-ups 
on our books that we have to do, so we just ask our citizens to be patient. Two crews will work on the repairs for now, but more will be added if necessary. So for, for now, I'm not, not sure. We'll see how it goes for now, and I'm sure if, if need be, we, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll assist that at a later time. City officials are happy with the progress being made on the water mains. We are very proud of the uh, city employees who've been working in this situation. They've done fantastic work in getting uh, these leaks under control. And happy that the worst of Beaumont's water issues appears to be over. Now the city is working hard to get those numbers down. Crews still have about 160 leaks that still need repair. So again, it's just going to take time just like everything yeah. else. Absolutely. Pretty amazing though. I mean, when you look at the sheer volume that oh, they've yeah. had to deal with trying right. to catch up. It's been quite a bit over just yeah. a few months. Yeah, no absolutely. Thanks, Trina. Appreciate it. Developing, it appears a government shutdown is growing more likely this morning. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy telling CBS News the Senate's proposed continuing resolution to fund the government is unlikely to advance in the House. The Senate unveiled a stopgap measure on Tuesday that would fund the government through November 17th. Southeast Texas Congressman Randy Weber offered his thoughts about the potential shutdown in a Connect to Congress interview Wednesday afternoon with our Sinclair Washington Bureau. He believes our spending priorities are misplaced. You want to fund the government? Spend the money on the American people and not, the, not some crazy notion that the border needs to be open. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said yesterday that Speaker McCarthy is letting, quote, MAGA radicals drive his decisions and said the bipartisan stopgap measure is the only way to avoid a shutdown. The race for state rep in District 22 has a candidate with a familiar last name running against the incumbent. Al Jamie Price Jr. of Beaumont planning to challenge incumbent Kristen Manuel in the March Democratic primary for the Senate seat that are the seat in the House that Price's late father Al Price Sr. held for 22 years. Price Jr. making the announcement Wednesday in the jury and paneling room we asked about his lack of experience in politics compared to the incumbent. Our campaign is not against anyone. Our campaign is for something that belongs to the people. It doesn't belong to anybody else. The people of District 22 are at the center of this campaign. It's going to guide everything that our campaign does. Christian Manuel spoke with KFDM earlier this week, telling us he's running on his experience. He says he's looking forward to talking with voters, explaining his accomplishments. The primaries in March, the general election coming up in November. 509, finally, while the Powerball jackpot has soared to $925 million after nobody hit all the winning numbers Wednesday night. Yeah, the numbers, just in case, maybe you did win a little bit, were 1, 7, 46, 47, 63 with a number 7 Powerball. Now, while nobody took home the fourth largest jackpot prize in the game's history, four people in four states are millionaires. Four tickets match the five white balls in California, Kansas, Maryland, and Kentucky. Next drawing scheduled for Saturday. The most recent Powerball jackpot win, $1.08 billion, came back in July the 19th. California person won that one. We did have a $4 million winner, not last night, but the previous night in oh, Texas, really? up in North Texas. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And now your daily forecast from the KFDM Weather Authority. Good morning, everybody, from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here's a look at your forecast. It is Thursday, September the 28th. 
Pretty good lightning show across parts of southeast Texas last night as we saw some showers and storms late in the day. Probably going to see a lot less coverage of showers this afternoon. As a matter of fact, we'll go with partly cloudy skies and at best a 10% coverage of showers expected across the area. Temperatures over the next couple of days are going to get a little bit warmer. We'll look for highs generally into the middle 90s both in the lakes and in the triangle as we'll continue to see east-southeast winds as a high pressure center develops over the area and kind of expands into the midsection of the country as we head throughout the rest of this week and into the weekend. Speaking of the weekend, it looks absolutely fantastic. We're going to be looking at mostly sunny skies starting Saturday and probably continuing through the early part of next week. High temperatures may start to slowly come down a little bit. By Monday, we'll be looking for those highs falling back into the lower 90s. Now, as far as uh, the next weather maker is concerned, we've got a nice little frontal boundary that looks like it may be coming through late next week. We're talking starting to see the impacts on Wednesday with a chance of some showers and storms. Those chances of rain will continue into Thursday ahead of cold front that should push through late Thursday night into early Friday. Behind that front, we will see sunny skies, but temperatures should be a little bit cooler heading towards the end of next week, something that we'll certainly be keeping our eyes on for sure. Um, as far as Friday night football goes this week, looks like it's going to be fantastic. We'll see generally mostly clear skies. Still be on the warm side as temperatures will be falling through the lower 80s and eventually into the 70s by the end of the games coming up on Friday night. If you're headed to the beach today, high tide comes up at 2.57 this afternoon and a low tide at 9.03 a.m. and at 9.25 p.m. No problems with the rip currents today. The risk is low. The green flags are flying. Water temperature sitting at 86. Our UV index is going to be a 7 with a mixture of cloud cover out there today. Sunrise coming up at 7.08 this morning and a sunset at 7.05 p.m. Allergy sufferers, watch out. The weed pollen and the mold spores are still high, and the grass pollen is moderate. Let's recap your forecast for this Thursday, calling for partly cloudy skies, a little less rain chance today, about a 10% coverage overall, and high temperatures will top out into the middle 90s. Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. That's going to do it for your forecast on this Thursday morning. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening, and join us again tomorrow for the KFDM News Podcast.